questions still linger. Is Dice Tower Theater a high fantasy audio drama with a narrator or a heroic audiobook with a full cast, sound effects, and original score? Can it be considered an actual play podcast when you never hear the fall of the dice or the conversation at the table? Listen to Dice Tower Theater on your favorite podcasting platform. And no matter what we are called, we hope you enjoy it. The folklore in Kid Cryptid wouldn't exist if it weren't for the rich history and vibrant cultures these stories come from. While we do our best to provide accurate information, we recognize that we are, at best, amateurs here. This podcast is best considered for entertainment purposes only, and it comes from a place of love and respect for the peoples behind the lore. Now, on with the show. Hello everyone, Sean here for another Campfire Compendium, the Kid Cryptid spinoff where I talk about urban legends and unsolved mysteries. So lock the door and turn off the lights, and whatever you do, don't answer the door, because here we go. In January 1996, Brian Bethel was out one night on his way to a drop box to put a bill payment in the mail. Before arriving at his destination, he pulled over in front of a movie theater to use the bright glow from the sign so he could finish filling out his check. He was interrupted by a knock on his window. Startled to see two young boys staring at him, by his guess they were somewhere between 10 and 14 years old, one with dark curly hair, the other pale orange. Oddly, before the boys even spoke, Bethel reported that he felt a sense of fear. The boy with the dark hair began telling a story about how they wanted to see a movie, but they forgot their money. He wanted Brian to take them home so they could get it. Again, this struck Brian as weird, because most kids would just ask for the money directly. He hesitated and tried to think of an excuse, but the boys began pleading with him. Let us in. We can't get in your car until you do. Just let us in. Without thinking, Brian found himself unlocking the doors. Shocked at what he was doing, he looked at the children and this time noticed their eyes. They were completely black. The boys became more forceful then, reaching for the door handle and demanding to be let in. We won't hurt you. You have to let us in. We don't have a gun. Shaken and more sure than ever the boys were bad news, Brian put his car into gear and took off. That was the first documented case of an encounter with black-eyed children. Posted in a blog, the story was initially only read by a few people. However, later that year, one of Brian's friends told him about an encounter he had. It was then that Brian decided to make his story more public. Reports of run-ins with these mysterious children began flooding in, reaching an all-time high in 2013. So what are these black-eyed children? No one knows where they come from or why, but they typically appear to be between 10 years and 16 years old. They have pale skin and their eyes are pure black. No pupil, no iris, just black. They show up at night, often along isolated roads or at people's front door. In most situations, they start off asking for assistance of some sort like for a ride, or to be let inside to use the restroom. It seems innocent, 
but something about them puts people at unease and frightens animals. Once it becomes clear that the person has noticed their eyes, the children become more threatening and aggressive. But before you think that complying with their request is safer, consider the elderly couple that let them in. They let the kids in to use the restroom. While they were in the house, the lights continually flickered and eventually went out altogether. The couple's pets also behaved angrily towards the children and desperately tried to keep away from them. Shortly after they left, all of the couple's pets died or went missing, and the man developed an aggressive form of skin cancer. The full extent of their powers remains unknown, though, as most of the time people don't let them in. It's speculated that apart from the aura of fear that emanates from them, they also have some kind of telekinetic or psychic abilities. They may also have some electromagnetic properties as well, as evidenced by the encounter with the elderly couple. That said, it's questionable about how real they are. Despite reported encounters, there has been little actual evidence. In many cases, there are no records of the encounters beyond anonymous postings on the internet. With the first documented encounter taking place in 1998, it's widely accepted that the story is one of the most successful creepypastas ever written, along with Slender Man and the Russian sleep experiment. The viral spread of the story has made it nearly impossible to tell which stories are credible and which ones are not, which has only helped to grow the mysterious legend itself. They may not be very old as far as urban legends go, but it's hard to answer an unexpected knock at the door without the black-eyed children sitting in the back of your mind. And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Once again, I'm Sean, and you've been listening to Campfire Compendium. Until next time.